a lot of people like us who are spiritual, you know, or see ourselves as being spiritual, sometimes can bypass the human part of us. I think that that is absolutely number one in this whole thing for everyone. It's really, really stepping into what makes you human. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I wanted to create a place where people can go to to get inspired, get motivated, or find some clarity and get tools to create a radically loved life. I will do my best to provide information on a variety of subjects, including yoga, holistic health, life coaching, spirituality, meditation, and overall mindful living. Each episode will bring you some of the world's best spiritual leaders, entrepreneurs, yoga teachers, coaches, along with some of my closest friends, and we will talk about their life experiences and journeys to create something more out of their lives and how they continue to grow to make Hello, that Hello, everybody. Welcome Thanks back to listening. another quarantine episode of Radically Loved Radio. I have a very special guest for you guys today. Um, I've been such a big fan of her work. I, When I found her, I was... You know that moment when sometimes you you find somebody that's really fucking awesome and then you're like how did i just find this person <laughs> i feel like you've missed out Aww. so janelle krista is on the show everybody let's welcome her i'm doing the virtual clap <laughs> and um thank you thank so much you. for doing this and for being here i know that you know we're in quarantine right now you have a family and so i'm sure this is like trying to find some time to do this uh can be a lot so thank you so much for doing this and for being here with us today it's so my pleasure thank you so much for ha having me <laughs> so i'm i'm for the people that don't know who you are um and by this time i will have already you know introduced you and they have a little bit of background but will you just let everybody know like what you're most passionate about right now um you have something that just launched and it's a bestseller on amazon congratulations Thank i kind of give it away but why don't you <laughs> go ahead take it away uh um, so the thing that I'm most excited about always 100% of the time is healing. And I think that it is really my calling and my purpose in this world. Uh, I kind of had a crazy upbringing, I guess you can say, and a really crazy young adulthood. And after I got pregnant with my daughter, uh, when I was 21 years old, single mom, to change my life and really, really go into healing myself, which eventually turned into helping other people, uh, you know, awaken to that journey within themselves. So I do that through a lot of different channels, you know, through writing or through filmmaking or um, through courses or retreats or whatnot, but it all has the same background of, of healing of bringing healing in people's lives. Yeah, and I, and that's one of the reasons why I was so drawn to you and to the work that you're doing because obviously, like, I can totally relate. And to me, any woman, especially who focuses on creating content that's going to help people heal and transform, I'm like number one fan. So I'm curious right now during this time, like, what have you noticed has been the biggest obstacle that your clients or the people that you're working with have been facing? I think it's really the mystery, you know? I mean, everybody likes to be able to be in control of their lives and of their schedules, and all of us do, you know? And so 
really, really going into the mystery of the unknown of how long this is going to last or, you know, how did this even begin? How did we get here? And there's so much of these really kind of limiting energies coming up of blame and rage and anger. And some of those can be really transitional and helpful. But when you get locked into them, it can feel really hopeless. Like, like, when is this going to be over? When am I going to be able to get out of this? Am I ever going to recover from this? So I think it's really bringing up all of the shittiness and all of the darkness, you know, in every single individual, which is kind of remarkable that we're going through this on this global scale because we're all in this together. I mean, this last couple of years ago, we had a huge fire, the Thomas Fire in Santa Barbara, and it was just absolutely crazy. It was so intense. And we were all out of our homes for weeks. And then we had these terrible mudslides that took a bunch of people's lives and ruined a bunch of people's homes. And, and I remember going online and everyone in Santa Barbara was freaking out, but then the rest of the world was just going on, you know, posting cat videos. <laughs> and, and it was so, but now it's like, we're all in the same boat. And it's really amazing because it's like, wow, we can really have this bring us together if we choose. Yeah. And I, I think that's such a key point because I've been saying that this is like the grand greatest equalizer that we'll ever experience in our lifetime. And, and it's never happened before, but yeah, that's, there's that adage that says the world doesn't stop for your suffering. Yeah. And sometimes when you're in grief or you're experiencing hardship, as you're, you're extremely familiar with, for the world to not stop almost seems like a slap in the face. It's like, how mm -hmm. are you guys not seeing that I am suffering? Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So true. <laughs> it is so true. This episode is brought to you by Noom. What does being healthy actually mean? What does being healthy actually look like for you? It's not about getting into shape. It's not about losing a specific amount of weight. It's rarely ever about the number on a scale. In my experience, it's about building healthier habits. It's about feeling good about yourself, about practicing self-care, and it's different for everybody. So what are your non-scale health goals? Through this quarantine, I've been using the Noom app and I've learned so much about my own habits. And I've really learned about my own ability to make better choices. I've learned to understand my own thought patterns better. And it's created a stronger sense of self-worth. It's created a easier ability to change my mood quicker and to feel less stressed and to feel less anxious. Noom is based in a psychology that teaches you why you do the things that you do. And it's a tool for empowerment. It allows you to feel empowered learning tools that you need in order to break bad habits and replace them with better ones. This isn't a diet. It's a healthy, easy to stick to way of life. No food is quote unquote good or bad, or off-limits. Noom teaches moderation and how it can be used in conjunction with many pre-existing popular diets if you want, if you're vegan, if you're a vegetarian, if you are paleo. 
Noom is one of the biggest and most accurate food databases available, and it allows you to track habits and meals in a way that it allows you to not only track what you're eating, but also learn about it. You're human. I'm human. You're human. We all go off track. There's no shaming. There's just tips on how to get you back on track tomorrow. There's an incredible community of coaches and goal specialists. You can chat with your goal specialists and your Noom community to get you the help that you need that are all going through the same thing. You don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. So sign up for your trial today at Noom, that's N-O-O-M dot com forward slash loved. What do you have to lose? Go to Noom.com forward slash loved. You can start your trial today. That's so I mean as far as action steps that you think are key right now for us to be proactive in our spiritual journey and spiritual path. You know, there's a lot of people out there who are in this quarantine alone. And it's something that I I I felt like you could really speak to, um, especially, you know, you you've talked about being an empath and being able to feel everything around you. Like there are people who are quarantined alone. Like you and I are fortunate to have people that we're quarantined with, you know, and I feel like those people, there's a difference between being alone and loneliness. Mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm curious for you, like, I know that there's been moments where you've experienced that, um, how, how would you, what kind of advice would you give for people out there who are feeling loneliness and are just maybe struggling with, you know, having, going through their spiritual journey right now during this time? Yeah. I mean, I think it's a couple of things. I think number one, it's, uh, a lot of people like us who are spiritual, you know, or see ourselves as being spiritual, sometimes can bypass the human part of us. (laughs) And I think that that is absolutely number one in this whole thing for Mm -hmm. everyone, whether you're alone, whether you're with people, whether you're with a ton of people, you know, it's really, really stepping into what makes you human and allowing the full kaleidoscope of emotions that are within us, you know, and really allowing yourself to tap into those emotions, not to go so deep into them, but to just be aware of them. And you know this, I mean, you're a yoga teacher, so you get the whole concept and everybody that's listening, I'm sure understands mindfulness. And at the same time, (laughs) It can be a little bit difficult to do that when you're alone or when there's crisis happening. And so I think really going into the very foundational things that make us human, which are the elements and tuning into them as much as we can. Now, I know a lot of people are in New York or California in uh, L.A. where it's there's not you can't go to the trails, you can't go to the beach, you can't do these things. But hopefully you live in a place for you at least have a window that you can open and you can put your head out of and you can breathe in the air because really we know that we're not actually ever alone even if we think that we're alone even Mm -hmm. if we feel that we're alone and the easiest way that we can by tapping into the elements which is breath or you know the air which in hawaii they say the shamans say it's the uh, the air is the breath of god that connects all of us so 
breathing or you know lighting a candle and meditating on the fire if you can go outside which i know not everyone can which is horrible in my opinion and going outside putting your feet on the earth really really foundational stuff i don't think right now is about going in fantasy of spirituality and the you know the enchantment magical other realms you know you can in your creative space really about grounding and becoming really really human and allowing yourself to have all your feelings and just be in your body yeah yeah no i i love all of that and i know that you speak to this in in your book but i i saw that you know, one of the, the prompts that you talk about on your website is um, being able to shake laziness and exhaustion. <laughs> and I feel like right now is a perfect time for people like me who like being lethargic, who just are waiting for an excuse. It's like, it's raining in LA. I just want to lay in bed and do nothing, you know? <laughs> so uh, right now I feel like is even harder for people like me that need extra motivation to um, get out of this uh, inertia, especially when there's a lot of heaviness, there's a lot of news, people are afraid, you know, people kind of go through this process. Um, I'm, I'm just, I'm curious as to what, how, how you feel about that and like what, what we can do to shake that, mm -hmm. shake that off. Well, one, I think it's baby steps <laughs> and it's being really gentle with yourself and patient with yourself. <laughs> 100 oh my God. Patience is like, oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I have a really hard with that, hard time with that one. <laughs> really, really hard. It's kind of ridiculous. It's a big, but being patient with yourself in the process and gentle, you know, if all you can do one day is, is you get up and you eat and you do the dishes and that's like the gist of it. Okay, great. At least you did that, you know, and it's really, really every day I'm going to do a little bit more. I'm going to do a little bit more and, and setting yourself up. I did that once. I remember I, um, I had hurt my ankle and so I wasn't able to run and I love running and it was, it's always my, my thing that I do to calm myself down. So wasn't able to run anymore and it was awful and that went on for forever and so finally I got to a point when I was able to run again and I just didn't have the endurance anymore and so every single day I started so silly I literally when I started I ran just down my block and back to my house it was <laughs> it took me I don't know 30 seconds and I was so winded <laughs> after oh my God. but every single day I was like okay I'm going to do a tiny bit more I'm going to do one more block one more block and eventually of course you know after a month it, it was up to a few miles and and then I could go more and more it starts with those tiny little baby steps and being gentle and, and, and kind to yourself. And I think an even bigger thing you're talking about inertia and the heaviness is what is yours in that? You know, what is yours and what is the rest of the world's that you're tuning collective psychosis that is going on right now? And how much of that are we tuning into? People say that 50% of America, or not Americans, 50% of people around the world, statistics have said, believe that they're an empath. I think that it's way, way more than that, but at least 50% own that about themselves. So it's probably not just you that you're feeling. And that actually is a huge weight off your release that and you can go oh this is not mine and the way you release that is you you know you go into a meditation you close your eyes 
and you literally imagine putting a bubble around here or calling in your guides or you know your favorite spirit animal or your ancestors or icons or whomever that can be there to be your shield and protector and you breathe in that fresh air you literally feel that space moving with around you and you have this barrier between you and the rest of the world. You can imagine cutting cords, you know, with a sword or a machete or a chainsaw or, or whatever you need, but take away that energy that doesn't belong to you. You're going to feel lighter. Yeah, no, I love, I love, I'm taking notes because I, I'm all about that. In fact, it's actually some, one of the other things I wanted to talk to you about is, um, uh, you've talked about like psychic attacks and energy vampires. And that's been one of the biggest um, topics on this podcast, energy vampires. And I want to talk about energy vampires. So I want you to help us define what they are so we know how to identify them. And um, how do we avoid energy vampires on social media? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. So actually my book, Spiritual Ninja, which just released, uh, it really gets into a lot of this. And I have a full course on this because it, it's so common and it's not something that we learn about. And yet it's something that literally was exhausting me, draining me, taking all of my energy, taking all of my hope and excitement. And it wasn't even my stuff. It was just my energy being drained for me. So that's part of the reason why I wanted to create this book to help other people. Because once I figured out that it was just an energy thing and I could heal that and, and transform that and transmute it, it was like, oh, this is, this is so empowering. This is so easy. It doesn't have to be. I was like seeing all these doctors. I'm so tired. I have chronic fatigue, blah, blah, blah. No, it was literally just people sucking energy off of me. So an energy vampire, I actually have a little bit of a different perspective than I think a lot of people have around energy vampires, at least in the mystic crowd. Mm. I believe that, yes, there certainly are energy vampires and people that maybe don't have a certain sense of themselves. And so mm. they're kind of pulling energy from you to be able to gain a bit of an awareness about themselves. That already is a little bit of a shift because a lot of times energy vampires are painted in this light that are, are just, they're toxic people. Mm, they, maybe can be, but they also can just be really hurt people that don't know who they are. And so they're, they see beauty in you and they're trying to grab a hold of that on an energetic level. So it doesn't always mm. have to be this person that is like a negative thing. It doesn't always have to be like yeah. intense, like, Oh, I want, I'm going to take from you like yeah. a, like a malicious thing. Right. You know? And I think oh, okay. it can be, but I really do believe that overall it's, a lot of the times, you know, maybe someone will have some kind of jealousy or envy or, or maybe they'll just see a light in you and it's inspiring to them and they'll, mm. they'll want to attach themselves to that. But I also think there's another agreement that happens with the person that's having their energy sucked, which is that on some level, they feel like they need to give their energy away or they feel like they need to please or they feel like they um, maybe this person reminds them on an unconscious level of their evil stepmother when they were seven years old. And so it's really the younger part of them that starts becoming really, really small. And then this person feels really big and overwhelming. And it's not even coming from a, a linear 
you know, time point and right now, it's really just this younger part of you that's getting activated. So when you can start to recognize that in yourself, it's really way more empowering because it's, it's like, oh, okay, what part of me is trying to please this person? Who is this person reminding me of? Or, you know, why do I feel undeserving of the goodness that I'm holding? And so I'm needing to give it away. So that's not to blame yourself for a situation, but it's really to take some power in, in the situation and also see the other person as another human who's just looking for connection. Mm -hmm. Because really that's what's kind of happening is they're wanting to connect. And so you can, by creating a really healthy boundary, you can create a healthy connection with that person. So on social media, <laughs> that's kind of a whole <laughs> animal, really. Uh, because uh, you, I mean, especially right now, and I don't know, I'm sure you probably are into astrology. One of my best friends yes. is an astrologist. And she told me a couple days ago, she said, watch out, just stay off of social media because Mercury, which is... Um, the planet that oversees communication is moving out of Pisces and into Aries. Everyone's going to be crazy, hot-headed, righteous, <gasps> black and white, not be able to, uh, you know, ever come down off their high horse. So just stay away from social media right now. Wow. <laughs> and just to give, just to give the, just to give everybody a little bit of perspective. Wait, so today is April fourteenth, uh, twenty twenty. So. When does that happen? How long does it last? I think, I don't know how long it lasts. I'll have to ask her. Because, um, it, but usually there, you know, it's like a month or so. Oh, so, wow. So it's perfect timing right now. And that was two days ago. So that means that it's happening like right now. Uh, so just be aware that when you're on social media or even with your family and we may all go, oh, well, this is just... Uh, because we've all been locked in our houses and that's mm -hmm. obviously contributing to it as well. Yeah. But there's also these other unseen kind of elements that are coming in and, wow. and <laughs> creating these energies, or maybe we're creating the energies of the astrology if you look at it that way. But uh, anyway, so something to be aware of. But with social media, I mean, it might sound really kind of over dramatic, but I think it's really valuable before you get on social media to imagine putting a shield around you or imagine, you know, calling in some helpers, maybe a guardian angel or whatever your spiritual beliefs are. Spirit guides. Yeah. Yeah. Like whatever that feels like for you, maybe it's a higher consciousness or, or mm -hmm. whatnot, your future self that has the hindsight of how to be able to handle the situation. But right now there's just a lot of craziness that's going on in the world and it's really amplifying everyone's emotions. So I think that being really, pro having, being really proactive and having preventative care going into a situation and with social media, also, even though they may be across the world, we're all energy. We are all made of energy. We're like 99.9999% energy. And so we're all connected, whether we like it or not. So there really is no distance between us. And so if someone's attacking you online, even if they're in Bangladesh or, or somewhere completely far away from you are, it can still attack you on an energetic level, an emotional level. It can bring up parts of you when you were younger that you can become triggered by all of these different things. So just because it's on social media doesn't mean that it's not real and it's not happening. So I would say using the exact same tools that you would use if someone was in person and you felt mm -hmm. like they were energetically attacking you because it's, it's real and it's happening and it's going to probably be happening more and more. <laughs> wow. So. Yeah.
This episode is brought to you by Brooklinen. Now, if you're anything like me, you have been spending an abundant amount of time in bed. And this isn't actually a bad thing. Bringing comfort into our home is one of the most ultimate acts of self-care. And now more than ever, it's important for us to do things that make us feel nourished, rested, and comfortable. Brooklinen products help you find the comfort in the little things like morning routines, extra soft sheets, plush towels, comfortable loungewear, and a good night's sleep is absolutely priceless. Many of you know I am such a nighttime ritual fanatic. So Brooklinen has helped me build a bedroom oasis that is a perfect place to escape. Brooklinen's Memorial Day event is going on now. So you don't want to miss out on all the big savings, including their newest Hammond and Linen collections. But if you can't wait, get 10% off of your first order and free shipping with the promo code LOVED. That's L-O-V-E-D, only at brooklinen.com. So for everything that you need for the most comfortable life, go to brooklinen.com and enter the code LOVED to get 10% off of your first order. And now back to our show. What so as a as a spiritual leader, healer, what is like what's your overall relationship to social media? It's complicated. You know, I I am a really sensitive person, so I have to just be honest with myself. I have plenty of friends that are like, well, fuck it. Who cares what that person says? I'm like, yeah, I can say that too. And sometimes I really don't care, but I'm also a sensitive person. And so I have to be aware of that. So mm -hmm. I, I, and I also am not just a sensitive person. I'm also a contrarian just by nature where I see a bigger consensus reality and I start questioning it and I start mm. going, Oh, okay. Well, what is a, a different paradigm here? Right. And, and I, I think, you know, not everyone is like that. And so I have this natural desire to want to challenge people and their beliefs and shake them up. And so I, I have to just be really conscious and careful with myself and honest and vulnerable that, okay, I don't always take these negative attacks super well. And so um, how can I protect myself? Like I said earlier, you know, going into this and setting this up and maybe trying to be compassionate with people. But I think social media, just in general, just limiting yourself, having limits. Maybe um, I have a rule, you know, when I post something, I don't go look and see how many people liked it for like, you know, maybe till the next day or something because mm -hmm. or and start commenting back because you don't want your self-esteem to get wrapped around if people are liking your stuff or not. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, and there's so much different things that can get pulled into that. And it, we have to just be honest and real. We do have feelings. <laughs> so I think it's just really having a level of consciousness with social media and, and usage and all of that. Yeah, no, I totally, I love that. I totally agree with you. And I mean, I've talked about this, you know, at Mortem on this, uh, on this podcast. So everybody knows that I'm, I have a love, not love relationship with it. And I, and you know, it's like, I love, I love Instagram stories. I love posting. I love connecting with my community, especially right now. Like I want to show up fully and, and be there, but it's exhausting. And at the same time, you want to not care, but but you do care. And then the moment somebody says something that's a little bit like 
offensive or you feel like it's not being taken the right way. It just creates a, you know, an, an icky feeling because we want to please, we want everybody to like us. We want to provide value and especially things like this, you know, I mean, you're like a spiritual teacher. So for, for somebody like you to, you know, for it to not be well received, it's like, all you're doing is trying to connect people to their highest self and love. Like, how could you not be on board with that? You know? So I, I don't know. I find it fascinating, but I, I'm thank you for, for sharing. I, I was curious about what your relationship was to it. Um, you know, one of the things that I, I love to talk about on here and, uh, and I feel like your book is so apropos to the topic of freedom and feeling freedom. You know, this is one of the biggest things for me, um, in my journey, you know, I'm writing a book and it's all about uh, mind, body, spirit connection. And I feel like any spiritual book is always going to have those three elements. Um, and I I'm curious for you, um, what is your definition of freedom? Because for me, freedom is the union of all of those things, right? And so I know that you've been on a long journey. You have a, uh, you know, you've, you have had um, addiction issues, right? You've, you've gone through tumultuous relationships. Um, you've had, a, you, you have a, a battle with me mental illness, like all of the things, right? Like all of the things <laughs> you're like, Oh, I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. I've done that. So I'm, I'm curious to you, like, what is your definition of freedom and what is the biggest thing that you focus on? Especially you're also a parent. So I'm, I'm wondering if we can at all, you can answer all of those things in, in like one <laughs> paragraph. Go. Oh, all right. That's a, that's a good one. Uh, freedom for me is a few things. It's freedom to express yourself freely, whatever that looks like. It's freedom to have whatever type of relationship you desire in spirituality. It's freedom from uh, your ego and your negative ego. So you can really be coming from a heart-centered place. Uh, it is freedom to, it, it's really, I think the biggest thing, and I really think probably the biggest problem in our whole entire world is uh, superiority. I think if we were to be able to heal our superiority across the planet, we would just see this tremendous amount of healing happen because our superiority is what keeps us so separate from each other of needing to be better. And instead of just being equal, no matter where we are on our evolutionary process. So freedom from superiority, I feel like that is freedom really where you can just be in union, you can see one another as equal, not less than, not more than. And um, yeah, that's my paragraph. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. So oh, my dogs are in the background now. Sorry. <laughs> that's okay. I'm, I'm so grateful that they actually didn't bark. Most of the time we're like, they're barking or they're doing something, whatever. It's fine. I'm really grateful. Um, Janelle, you're amazing. I, I'm so oh, grateful that you, that you came on here. Uh, so before <laughs> I ask you the final question, I just want to like do some, some shameless plugs for you. Um, <laughs> her book is called Spiritual Ninja, a guidebook for energetic self-defense, protection, and connection in the modern world. 
please get yourself a copy. We'll put the link on the show notes of this particular podcast, or if you're watching this on YouTube, we'll put the link below in the description and definitely follow her on all of her handles. Uh, where can they go for more information, Janelle? Um, my website is, has all of my books and courses, retreats, which obviously we're not doing any retreats right now. Uh, <laughs> but in the future, we will be. Again. And uh, I also have my links for my movies and my uh, brand new YouTube channel. I just started it this last week. Yay. Yay. <laughs> but Instagram is kind of my main hub where I um, have my my community of other spiritual ninjas and I would love to have anybody pop by and say hello. <laughs> Yay. Consider it done. Radically loved radio is and slash spiritual ninjas come, come together. Unite. Together, yes. <laughs> all right. So the final question, and I asked this to all of my guests, I started this podcast as a way to cultivate a community to get together, to support each other, to feel inspired. And it's the, uh, ethos that we are all radically loved and radically supported by God, universe, source, baby Buddha, baby Krishna, whatever, baby Jesus, whatever higher power of your understanding that the universe works for us and not against us. And so the final question to you is how do you feel radically loved? Mm. I feel radically loved when I forgive myself. <laughs> yeah yeah and when I forgive myself and forgive others but you know forgive myself maybe I don't forgive myself or others for what they did but I can forgive them for why they did it you know they did it because they were hurt or they did it because um, they were in pain and that was the best that they could do or the best that I can do and so I can forgive myself for why why I did something or um, not what I did. And then hopefully I can get to forgive myself for what I did. And then I can feel the most radically loved. Oh, that is so good. Janelle, thank you. So <laughs> that was so deep. Thank you so much. What a great answer. Wow. I don't think I've ever had an answer like that before. And that just hit straight to my heart. Thank you so much. Um, so everybody, thank you so much for tuning in and for listening. Please definitely follow Janelle, check her out. Um, Janelle Krista, you're incredible. Thank you so, so much <laughs> for being you. here. And we hope to have you again soon. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this. So please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.